everyone. It's your natural dog with Angela Ardolino. My guest today is CBD Dog Health Education Director Carter Easler. He is here today to talk fireworks, noises, all those things that scare our dogs. Um, and we're going to talk about what is safe to give them for anxiety, noise anxiety, what's not safe. Um, what else you can do to help calm them? Is there training that we could do? So we're going to talk all things noise, anxiety, and fear. So stay tuned. And we're back with Your Natural Dog with Angela Arlino, joined with Carter Easler, the Education Director for CBD Dog Health. And we are talking fireworks, fear of loud noises, all those things. Hey, Carter. Hi, Angela. Thanks for having me. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. You know, surprisingly, we have a we have a thunderstorm advisory here in New York City today, so we've got some of our own noise. And I'm in Florida where it's nice and sunny, so it makes no sense. Usually it's the other <laughs> way around. I'm complaining about having to go through a bottle a week in my house. Yeah. Well, maybe you'll have all the sirens and police coming outside your window. Usually that's what I deal with here. Oh, how funny. So yeah, we're talking about fireworks um, and noise and thunderstorms, which I experience a lot here in Florida and how some pets freak out uh, dogs, cats, and now we just read birds. Right. Which I know my chickens make a lot of noises and my geese make a lot of noises when fireworks are happening, but I didn't even think about them being scared. I remember my bunnies would go I had a bunny that would throw herself around her cage till she was bloody if I didn't go rest, you know, go get her and take her inside and get her away from the noise. So I don't think people get how crazy it is for them to hear literally the world being blown up outside. Right. (laughs) And they don't know what it is. Yeah. And it's and it's not as if it's something that you've done wrong raising your pets or you you know, you, you haven't exposed them to anything. It's just kind of an innate fear that that seems to pop up across all these species. And I've watched where my puppy didn't have that fear. And then what happened at my house is that I was out with my dogs when lightning literally struck three times in my backyard. And since that day, they not only saw me run for my life, but, you know, they saw me scared and, you know, that's what it was. So there's no, I don't know how to get rid of that PTSD. But for Odie now, he's deaf. So it doesn't bother him anymore. Awesome. That's great. But Nina's, the sun goes in and she's already looking and listening right. for anything to start going. She'll she'll get anxious and I'll stop and like go, you know, mute the TV or whatever and listen and I'll hear thunder super far away and she's already getting anxious about it. Right. Do you think that it is something that, you know, we've got our older dogs that it's kind of this ingrained fear, but with younger dogs... I'm wondering, is there something that we can do to kind of precondition them? And as in their first experience of it, how can we kind of soften that blow so they don't get those trauma responses deeply ingrained in their memory? Well, that's a great question. I love being proactive and preventative. So, you know, Nina got bone cancer, Mm. osteosarcoma. What is it? Like one in four large breed dogs get this cancer. Mm -hmm. So in my opinion... Every dog that's a large breed dog should start taking a full spectrum hemp extract right? as a puppy and yep. for the rest of their life. Why not? It's only going to help and maybe it'll be preventative. So I think you have something there. If we know that most dogs, isn't there like a percentage or a statistic of how many dogs, you know, somebody's 
you know, tracked this. How many dogs, what percentage of dogs are literally scared of loud noises, thunderstorms, fireworks? Yeah, they, so they did a study in 2010 and they found that 20, 21% of dogs showed, quote, strong or veer, very strong signs of being fearful during fireworks. And 6% of them were actually caused bodily injury because of those fear-based reactions. And then on top of that, a 46% of cats displayed uh, a recognizable level of fear as a result of fireworks. So I think that people often kind of don't regard cats as being super fearful. Because they usually go hide somewhere. They usually yep. go under a bed or, you know, somewhere yep. you can't find them anywhere. That right. is your cat freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> so give them something to calm them down. Right. And which, you know, there's a lot of things out there that you can give them. Of course, our favorite is a full spectrum hemp extract. Right. And it was funny because when I was learning about medical cannabis and how it could help and how it does calm the nerves, that there were a lot of people that, you know, didn't feel anything. Some people took a little bit and it really felt felt really calm. Some people had to take much higher doses, which of course we learned mm-hmm. that everybody's different and everybody's endocannabinoid system is different. So you right. never know how you're going to react to it. But when I was developing my products, I wanted to be sure that it would work. So I included lavender essential oil. Yeah. And I have never met anybody now in the are we in our sixth year or fifth year, sixth year of being in existence of saying that the product didn't work? If they ever did, it was because they weren't giving enough. Right. Because people are, there's still people who are fearful that they're going to overdose or hurt their pet by giving them too much of a full spectrum hip extract. If it is a pure full spectrum hip extract, it is not going to hurt your pet. Absolutely. At all. And with something like anxiety, you know, that it's so dependent on that animal's individual condition, the the amount of fear that they feel. Because if, if there's an animal that is really, really scared and that fear response is deeply ingrained, it's going to take it's going to take more CBD to break through there. Right. And we know that it's safe. You know, we know that it's safe even at extremely high doses. And what the best part is, is that just because you have to start at that high dose doesn't mean you stay at that high dose. Because right. you're literally training your dog to not fear thunderstorms or fireworks. It's going to be easier with thunderstorms because fireworks only happen on these special times. But if you can train them not to be fearful during a thunderstorm, then you're halfway there for fireworks. Right. I don't think people understand that you can use it as a training tool so that you can train your dog to no longer be fearful. And you're getting rid of the fear with the full spectrum hemp extract. But it takes time. I, I mean, Nina, I don't give as much as I used to. Odie used to be two full droppers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he's like a little teeny tiny thing. And he's you'd nine pounds. That, yeah. <laughs> you'd expect you need to use less for him, but. Nope. I used nope. more on him than the 60 pound Doberman. So it, yeah. um, that's not the case at all. Every, every dog is different, but right. adding another essential oil, uh, an herb that also, you know, brings calmness from their oils like a lavender. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some others. Um, I know chamomile's one. Yeah. Ashwagandha. There was Ashwagandha. A, they, they did a study on ashwagandha with 24 dogs and it was placebo controlled. So they had one group that was given ashwagandha and one that was given a placebo and they awesome. did 15 milligrams per kilogram of ashwagandha. And this is a root that's used in Ayurvedic medicine a lot. And, yep. and not only 
is that that uh, fabulous root in this calming? It's also an adaptogen, right. which means yeah. when you pair it with an, a, a lavender and a hemp extract, it makes them even more powerful. So yeah. awesome. If you've used um, CBD Dog Health's Calm Tincture with lavender essential oil and you feel like you are doing two dropperfuls to calm them down, add a dropper of ashwagandha, yeah. which... Everyone should have ashwagandha. It's the one of the most powerful adaptogens. It really helps every other herb do its job right. I love it. Yeah. Um, and more powerful. So ashwagandha is also one of my favorites. That's an awesome study that you found. They did do, in this study, it was a four-week study. So it's something that if you wanted to incorporate this in your pet's regimen, you would probably want to try it over a longer period of time. But after four weeks, these dogs all had like a marked drop in their blood cortisol levels, um, which shows kind of just like the basic elements of stress in the body. And then they also did this test that's called a CBARC test, C-B-A-R-Q, which stands for Canine Behavioral Assessment and Research Questionnaire, which is basically like a kind of like a soft questionnaire for the pet parents of like their aggression towards other pets, their aggression towards their owners, um, behavior like panting, pacing, you know, a lot of these shaking, (laughs) dilated pupils. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're testing both the blood levels and then also kind of what's actually what what the pet parents are seeing. And in all of these cases, ashwagandha was able to kind of bring down the stress. Very, Um, very cool. So yeah, yeah, I think that if that, that this is something that if you have an extremely fearful pet, ashwagandha really is great for anything. So if you get a bottle of it, you're not going to just use it for this instance. You're going to use it because it's such a good good adaptogen to add to yeah. make anything work better. Yeah. And I think take the same strategy using CBD for, for thunderstorms and fireworks. Use it consistently so that it's not just, you know, 10 minutes before you, you grab it. You, you know, you want to have your dog, cat, or bird, you know, all of them use it for your birds to be readily using this stuff, have their body know know how to incorporate it quickly. Right, which is kind of like how I developed the three tinctures is that if mm-hmm. you're taking, I'm pointing to them and I don't know if you can see them on the <laughs> screen, but you know, these two, I pictured it that all three of them sat on the shelf together, yeah. um, the heel, the ease and the calm and you know, the ease for your dog that's got arthritis and the allergies and the heel for the dogs that you know, or suffering for something more serious. And then the calm was always added. So right. I always had hoped that I was giving, because all my dogs get some sort of CBD every single day. I was hoping that I was, wasn't giving as much because they already had it in their system. So that was the right. idea. I should have, I guess, done a little case study with myself and seen, but um, it should work that way. You don't need to, to do as much. I remember being on the farm and at trying, just wanting to see for myself the difference between using heal and calm and trying, you know, a full dose of heal, which has got four times as much CBD in it as calm does and watching the dogs have still less fear and anxiety using the calm right. at a quarter of the potency because of that synergistic benefit of having the lavender in there and terpenes like linalool, which are known for their and xylitic properties. Mm-hmm. And anytime you hear any of the other plants, they probably share those terpenes and have the same calming effect. I so know, I cool. love that. We also <laughs> saw um, what I don't think people understand is how many dogs, cats, and birds try to escape, run away, get away from it, and that never get found 
or, you know, who knows what happens to them. They get injured. I remember asking Dr. Zach, who is an emergency vet, relief vet. So he travels all over the country doing this. And he said, 4th of July. Well, this this chart we just saw said before, Mm -hmm. between July 4th and July 6th, the increase in lost pets is 30%. And then the ERs see the same thing because they're getting out, they're getting hit by cars, they're jumping out of windows, anything because they're so damn scared. So Mm. don't just leave them at home and don't do anything. That's one of the worst things. Or you may come home to a disaster. I know when Nina gets pissed off, man, and and is ignored, she'll rip up whatever the heck is in the room to get my damn attention. Yeah. But the only times that Nina ran off was someone started up a leaf blower. We were in the front yard and she was in the front yard and someone started up a leaf blower and she went hauling ass oh my God. and ran and ran. And, and then she's fast. Fast. Good luck catching and, her. Yeah. I can catch her now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she's still dance. She's so fast still. It's so scary. I say that, guys, because she we got her, just recently got her leg amputated. So she's a three-legged Doberman now. We amputated the, the tumor leg um, and she's doing fantastic and running around like she's always had three legs like sometimes i almost can see that the old leg just the way everything is still going the same yeah Yeah. it's crazy but yeah it's real the fear is real and i would hate someone you know a lot of people got dogs during covid and i would just hate someone to have a bad experience because um they didn't think their dog would be scared i wonder if like there would be a way to test it I mean, if they're sensitive to thunderstorms or sensitive to, you know, a vacuum cleaner or a leaf blower being turned on, most Mm -hmm. likely your dog's going to be scared of other noises. If you're like us, your pets are part of the family. That's why at CBD Dog Health, we created a line of human-grade, full-spectrum hemp products tailored specifically to your furry friend's needs. Whether they're suffering from fear of fireworks arthritis from old age, or even seizures and cancer. Research shows that a high-quality CBD oil can make a big difference for them. Enter coupon code RADIO at CBDDogHealth.com for 15% off your first order. That's R-A-D-I-O. CBD Dog Health. Healing naturally. I imagine that, you know, some canine behaviorists could give us good tips, but I've, I've heard that there's... The, this fear period and their conditioning between, you know, one and three months. And then again, um, like around a year old where they, their brain is kind of formulating what they need to be worried about. And so if there are events during those times that traumatize them, whether it be interaction with a person or another dog or noise phobias that can be ingrained in there, you can kind of get those, those fears stuck in there. But they're also, when they're young, they're really pliable. There's Their brain right. is like, they can kind of lose those habits more often. And one So thing should we expose them more to uh, when they're very young to loud noises? I Which think I so. Did, I felt like I did that. I remember I always wanted my dogs to be used to dance parties in my <laughs> living room. So loud yeah. music with bass and people, you know. That's a good excuse to have a party. <laughs> I said, Mom, I got to have, I have to have a party. We got to make <laughs> sure that the dog isn't the afraid. Dogs. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when you have a baby so that yeah. you don't have to go, shh, the baby's sleeping. No, make the baby sleep through the talking and the music and the everything so we don't have to be quiet yeah. <laughs> and not wake the baby up. Right. But that would be an interesting experiment. I'm sure someone's probably already done it before. Right. And I've, I've heard um, a trainer talk about 
doing kind of like soft exposure to these things. So, you know, you have the sound on a speaker or something and you just keep them kind of distracted and slowly raise the volume over different sessions so that they associate it. Still, you're playing with them and you're rewarding them with treats, keeping it positive. Um, And it's just in the background so that they just don't associate any kind of negative feeling to it. Well, getting rid of the noise or hiding the noise, if possible, is like at the groom shop, we have a little hoodie we put over their head when we do the force dryer because it's so loud. Okay. And if you, and we've done it where, you know, a fearful dog, you don't put it on and you do it. It also, I think, comforts them. I don't know why, because it's just like a little hoodie that goes over their ears. But being able to drown out that noise is also helpful if you could do it without another scary ass noise, which brings me to the doctor uh, that I had on my podcast with the music. Yeah. Dr. Susan Wagner. Dr. Susan Wagner, who made... She's a veterinary neurologist, worked with Lisa Spector. Yep. So she's got um, actual music for dogs that's supposed to soothe them. So literally at my house, it's clothes, everything that you can see to the outside, because if they can still see the lightning and the rain, they're going to react to that and just wait and anticipate for the thunder and then freak out about that. Right. Um, Putting the music on... I haven't even thought about putting a hoodie, the little happy hoodie. It's called a happy hoodie on during a yeah. thunderstorm. But I did see someone pitching doggy earphones on Shark Tank right. recently. Yeah, I have really loud downstairs neighbors, and I use the sound canceling feature on my headphones. So no sound in, just it blocks the sound, and that has been the best thing. So basically, we have to do the same thing for dogs. I think so. Yeah. The earphones were a little much. It was kind of funny because she put it on her own little dog and you could tell she had him sedated. Yeah, he went like, okay. He went like this and they fell off his Right. <laughs> fell off his head. So I don't, I'm not sure that they. I'd run out and buy them. But Right. Like we don't want to give them Trazodone or Benadryl because then you end up just like knocking your dog out. I have seen dogs come out of Trazodone and it's not pretty. And they get more aggressive and angry and it's not good for them. Right. Benadryl is also not recommended for dogs. I know a lot of vets say that it's rec- it's okay and that it's over the counter. It's not. Remember, most vets are conventionally trained. So I would ask a holistic or an integrative or an herbologist instead. (laughs) But Benadryl is not safe for dogs and shouldn't be given to them to knock them out so that they don't hear anything. It's Think of it as a training and conditioning of them instead of just knocking them out because you're not going to give your dog Benadryl every time a thunderstorm or fireworks go off. That is not good for them. And the reason it's not good, it's really not good for dogs that have heart issues, kidney s- disease, suffer from si- seizures, anything yep. with the liver, kidneys. Yep. You know, if they're suffering from cancer, and then a, and I'm sure there's things in it. I, you know, I went to to prepare to look up why we shouldn't give our dogs Benadryl, and instead I came across an article on why we shouldn't give it to kids. So if we're not even supposed to give it to kids, let's not give it to our dogs either. It's not made for dogs. And why not go for something that's all natural that's not going to cause any harm at all? Yeah. One of the things that I love about using CBD and cannabis medicine for anxiety, noise anxiety, is not only does it help in the moment with the fear, you know, affecting the release of serotonin and kind of remolding those models, it also helps to expel negative memories. They did this study in 2014 at the University of Santa Catarina in Brazil 
And this quote says, CBD can enhance the extinction process and avoid the retention of memories, which have the potential to trigger trauma. So if a dog's already traumatized, you can over time help to kind of soften the edges of that memory so that they no longer associate it with something traumatic. Yeah. I just had someone ask me, I was on someone else's podcast and they were like, it just seems like it's good for everything. And that can't be true. And I'm like, God, I know, I'm sorry, but it is. Right. <laughs> I, I almost wish that it wasn't at good for everything. So like we were just really like good at these oil. 10 things so that yeah. we didn't sound like a snake oil. But <laughs> guys, that's why we do what we do. It's the most, there's a reason this has been kept from us. Yeah. There's a reason. There's Absolutely. This, it's a beautiful plant that, you know, exists for a reason. It was funny. Dr. Bugue said, I don't know if I, you heard her podcast that I did with yeah. her, but she was like, there's a reason why they have that many more receptors than we do. That's because right. they were seeking it out in nature and eating it. Absolutely. And that makes sense. Right. That right. makes sense. Totally. That's the only way that we would get those receptors in there. And why do they mm-hmm. have more than we do? So I could mm. imagine them out in, in the wild and getting scared of the thunderstorms. Maybe they went and got their hemp flowers and ate them and went into a cave and comforted each other and got over it. And I don't know. God, it's, I it like is. to think that. Yeah, me too. It does work for so many amazing things. And um, we're just going to keep on telling you about them. Yeah. Have you had any experience with like thunder vests? I've never had any of them work. I that's kind of what I've always heard too, unfortunately. Um, I the concept makes sense to me. Right. You know, Odie wants to be held by me during it. So if a, a substitute yeah. is to put on something that's holding him tight, that makes sense. Yeah, sure. I tried everything with Odie. Yeah. The thing with Odie is that he sent he seemed like he was gonna have a heart attack. You've right. seen him. The heart racing, the panting, yeah. Panting, yeah. spit coming crying. out of his mouth, crying, yeah. everything. So um, this was a big relief for me to be able to find something, but it was really funny giving it to him the first time hmm. because I literally watched his body stop the vibrating and the shaking. I could tell that something went, but at the right. same time, I could see his little mind going, okay, it's still thundering outside. Why am I calm? Why am I not freaking out anymore? So I literally watched him fight with himself of breaking that old habit of going yeah. into a full meltdown Every yep. time he heard thunder, too. And I really do think that even though he's deaf, he can still see Nina get upset and he can still see it get cloudy or whatever. And he just doesn't give a shit anymore. So I'm hoping right. that got rid of the noise and conditioning helped him literally get over it. Well, I can't hear it. What the hell am I scared about anymore? Right. Right. Yeah. So, that kind of pack mentality. As soon as one is afraid, then everybody's afraid. Right. And you've, You've got to find out what your dog's dose is. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. it could be two full droppers. It could be one full dropper. It could be three drops. I always start with at least, if you've got a super anxious dog, a full dropper of the CBD Dog Health Calm Tincture, mm-hmm. which is 12 milligrams of full spectrum hemp extract. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, a good starting dose. But if you've got a dog that you think is super sensitive, then go with half of that. But the biggest mistake people make is they don't give their dog enough. Absolutely. And there's no fear of giving. Give them too much if you have to, to figure out what their dose is. Too much would be they curl up and go to bed. Absolutely. With no side effects, no harm. So you have no, nothing to worry about. And do it in advance, you know, take some time. If you know that a storm is coming, 
you know, don't do it right as the storm is happening because the research shows that it's going to peak in concentration in their blood around two hours after administration. So, if, you know, it's going to be present if you give it 10 minutes before, but it's going to be most effective around two hours. So, right. you know, you want to give them, try an hour before, then it's going to be really present. And if you're not seeing those results, give them a little give bit Give it again, more. give them more. Yeah, at, yeah. at the groom shop, if we've got, you know, scared dogs, the client buys a bottle, gives it to them before they leave the house. Yeah. They get to the shop. We'll see how long it lasts. And if we have got to give them another one in the middle of it, then great, we will. But again, there's no harm than like a Benadryl or even a prescription med. Mm -hmm. And this this the whole reason I created Calm is because of my damn dogs freaking out and because people were bringing their dogs drugged out on, you know, Trazodone. Just had one on Trazodone and I said, please don't Mm. give them Trazodone anymore. When a dog yeah. comes out of trazodone or wakes up and he's in the middle of a freaking groom that you can't give in the first place because he can't stand. Right. Yep. How is that better? Right. It's like you waking up in prison <laughs> and people are prodding you with things. I wouldn't be very happy about that. <laughs> you wouldn't be very happy. <laughs> and you're not really sure how you got there and you don't know what's going on. That seems awful. Yeah. Instead of... You know, getting, let's say you're petrified of getting a haircut, Carter. Instead, I give you something that just overall calms you so that you can enjoy the experience and not be frightened of it anymore. Right, right. So, and not try to bite your barber, which is never good. Do your dogs ever lose their appetite or is it, will they stop eating or can you use food as a distraction? I have never met a scared dog that will take a treat or food. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time at the shop. Yep. You know, so I see a dog walk in and they hear the dryer and they get like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can I give them a treat? And I, I open up the best treats. Nobody refuses a freeze dried heart. And I'll bend over and they'll be like smelling it and they'll lick it, but they won't eat it because they're, yeah, they're freaking out. That Are yep. you going to now go take me to be groomed? <laughs> yeah. So, and the yep. parent usually will go, oh, he'll probably eat it at home when he's not scared. Right, so, no, right. I don't see him eat. I don't see it as a distraction. Mm-hmm. I've tried it. It's just like trying to give a medicine where you're like, and they're like, oh, hell no. Nope. Nope. I know what you're <laughs> Let doing Let me get here. that off and spit that pill out and swallow everything else. Yeah, so right. I don't know. I, this is why I created it. It was the only thing that I could find that would help my pets and and helped my pets. So that's yeah. why it exists. I'm sure there's other pets that react wonderful to the Thunder Jacket to maybe something else that's out there all natural. I know Bach Essence Flowers has same concept, uses botanicals that um, do calming, has worked Mm -hmm. for so many pet parents also. So I know we're not the only plant out there that's doing wonderful things, but there's lots. But this one I feel like is a fail-safe. You just have to find the dose that works. Yeah, and it's coming up on fireworks season, which is... Crazy times. And thunderstorm summer. season. And thunderstorm season. I think it was you that told me that that they add the sound in to fireworks. Yeah. You don't have to have not, the sound. It's not like a necessary part of the pyrotechnics that nope. the sound is like an added thing. So why? Let's make it illegal. <laughs> There's some countries that it's, it is illegal and they just play really? music and you literally tune in. To, which happens in New York City. I remember doing yeah. it in New York City. You tune into a certain station and there's music. The music you're listening to is going to oh. the show that you're seeing. Oh, so that's cool. I don't think it needs to be. 
And if it yeah. didn't make that noise, if it didn't make that bam noise, then we also wouldn't have crazy people shooting guns up in the air during 4th right. of July either. So right. yeah. not about the noise. It's about the pretty, pew. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care about them anymore. Whatever. I think they're bad all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and there's a great solution, you know? I think the music is a really good thing to do as well. But again, like it's it's kind of like everything that you talk about on the show. It's got to be coming at the problem from a bunch of different angles and doing it consistently, anticipating the problem so you can kind of gear up for it and be prepared for when it does happen, you know, instead of panicking in the moment and then your dog picks up on your fear that they're afraid, that you're afraid. <laughs> yeah, we should all know the place in our house that our dogs feel safe in. Right. Their room, their crate, your bed, yes. whatever it is, that's the place you're going to put them and play the music and shut everything out and... And they'll right. never know. They'll never know what's happening. Right. All right. Cool, Carter. Well, that was a, a nice little conversation. I hope people learned a lot and can help their dogs that are fearful find something that will help them. Nice talking with you. And you too, Ange. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure to rate, comment, subscribe, and share with your friends. And if you want your questions answered live, make sure to call in to 252 252- Three seven seven four five five five. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and at AngelaArtolino.com. And remember, you can always sign up for a full holistic consultation at CBDDogHealth.com slash consultations. Introducing MycoDog, an award-winning line of medicinal mushroom extracts combined with adaptogens like ashwagandha, astragalus root, and bacopa monieri, made specifically for your pets. When it comes to mushrooms, sourcing really matters. Unlike other products on the market that are grown in China or elsewhere, the mushrooms in MycoDog tinctures are grown here in the United States to the highest quality standards. MycoDog offers three formulas designed to support senior dogs, as well as those suffering from dementia and canine cognitive disorder, breathing and respiratory issues, or autoimmune diseases and cancer. Use coupon code YNDPODCAST at MycoDog.com for 10% off these fantastic fungi.